Hello and welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Callum. I'm Bobby. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Good evening. Why, why, why are you so miserable? Hello. Because you two are winding me up before we even start the pod. That what? was really what? miserable, that. Even if we are winding up, there's no need to take out on the viewers. <laughs> listeners. Well, listeners. Listeners know what I mean. Well. Same thing. Say your name again. I'm Andy. There we go. <laughs> it better now. No, but we'll right. carry on. Okay. Well, I'm I'm better in some. I went to the doctors yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't think I've mentioned it to you. No, not today. Anyway, I had to have a steroid. Injection. Oh no, you did actually. No, I didn't. I had to oh. have a steroid injection in my elbow. Right. So you're like, Ugh. I'm like bionic now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How's it feeling? Does it feel bionic? No, it still feels a bit sore to be honest. <laughs> anyone's had a steroid injection in their elbow please like you know tweet your you know experiences and we'll start this thread why uh why have you had to have a steroid injection no it's just i think it's just like at work and everything and carrying work, work. <sighs> whatever so you're just saying you're soft really no i'm not no it's agony i'm too old to work <laughs> <laughs> anyway apart from my heroic dedication what uh, uh what else has been happening um, well, the only thing that I can really think of this week is that we've uh, we've managed to pull one back in the uh, the ashes. 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. Do you want to talk uh, about your bet, Bobby? No, not really. I Go do. On. Go on, then. So Bobby said, Bobby said, 40-1 to one for a draw, right? And it's going to rain all afternoon. Right. So the chances of a draw are like, uh, have increased a lot. 40-1. to one. So if you look at the weather, you know, yeah. you're thinking, good bet. There's an okay. important part he didn't tell us on this, Callum, isn't there? Uh, yes, I I had to remind you that it wasn't day five. <laughs> it was day four. <laughs> and he told everybody at work and people were putting fivers on it and everything, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone went mad at him. <laughs> I got confuddled. <laughs> Very confuddled. I got, I, I got, I got all confused. I didn't, think, you know. Anyway, I told you about it, and you didn't exactly go to me. Oh, I think it's the fourth day, Bobby. I don't think we should put that bet on. Well, I've lost track, so. Uh, oh, but it's, it's acceptable for me not to. Well, if you're putting a bet on, yeah. He's old. <laughs> yeah. He gets things. <laughs> What's on tonight then? Before I forget that. Um, well, we've got the Super League review. That's not a review. The review that's not a review, as I like to call it. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah. Um, Boris's stats. <laughs> uh, then we'll move on to the uh, the NRL. And then we've got a talk to me about this week. Talk to me about is back. Yeah, and um, it's not the expected one that people were thinking because we actually did that a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? We did touch on abuse pretty of much, referees. Yeah, and, pretty much and that, the same in fact, thing. Social, we had touched as well on social media. Didn't we? So yes, we're going to do something different on that. Yes, and uh, probably something. It's probably you know it's more positive as well. I think so. Yeah. So uh, and then obviously we'll have Brian for the predictions league, and that'll see us out this week. Okay. So we'll get into it. Yeah. Yep. There's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world, and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans, and then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well, you just have to put up with it. Tough titties. 
You put me right off now. Why? Because you dissed my pen. It's per. Why have you got a purple pen? I lost all of the pens in the inked, house, and it was like the only one. Purple I had. inked pen. It was the only one I had. Right. Okay. Does it really matter? Right, but where are you starting with? It just puts me off. Yeah, little purple felt tip. Where are you going? Uh, right. Well, we're into round eighteen, and uh, I, I made a promise on on Twitter this week we'd start with this game. So I'm going to keep that promise, and we're going to head over to Wakefield, who won a Golden Point Thriller over Wigan, 27 points to 26. Everybody loves Golden Point this week, <laughs> apart okay. from Wigan fans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen one person go, ah, it should have been a draw. Not one person has said that. It should have been a draw. No, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't heard anybody <laughs> say that. Everyone yeah. loves it. Yeah. Everyone loves it. Yeah. Um, I mean, just in terms of the game, Wakefield, I, I just really didn't expect. You see the team that they put out. You've got Liam Kay at uh, scrum half, and you're thinking, mm, probably not going to happen. Yeah. And in the end, after the game, you read about you read Wigan fans complaining about certain decisions. Yeah. Playing against a team who are bottom of the league with no halfbacks. Yeah. It Amazing was, stuff. It was bizarre. I mean, I watched the highlights of this, and to a certain extent, I thought it was French and Field against Wakey. Yeah, they were just the uh, they were they were at the heart of everything that that Wigan did. Then I think they got pretty much all the points between them, didn't they? Did, did anybody else score a try? I'm trying to think. Field got two. French got one. Marshall got one. Marshall got one, which was quite funny, actually. He went to dummy it. He picked it up, didn't he? And looked yeah. like he was going to throw it in between his legs and dummied it. It was quite, it was quite good. Talking to the dummies, though, Field put the, um, Jay Field put the outrageous dummy in, the one that you, like, can't understand how anybody takes week in, week out. I, I think I said that about Bevan French, to be fair. Yeah, you did, actually, yeah. And he put this all outrageous dummy in. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then went pretty much full length of the field. Yes, he did, yeah. And then at one point, it was Kershaw versus French and Field. Yeah, he did well to uh, to, to get there. I mean, he's not slow, to be fair to him. He's not slow making it sound like he's, it's it, Bobby, but... It, it just made me laugh that um, do what we've said about French and Field against Wakey, mm. and then Kershaw got that, and them two were the ones that seemed to be chasing him back. Yeah, yeah, they, they were just, they were like... The, at the heart of everything that they did, and and yet now there's, and and yet there's there's Wigan fans uh, complaining. Is that the right word? I don't know that they're not playing in the right positions, and they're not. To be fair, and they're saying that Bevan French is wasted at at six, and I've seen uh, one or two say that as harsh as it probably is, Abbas Miski, who's just won their Player of the Month, should be dropped. Because French needs to be back on the wing. Mm. They do have a better balance, I think, when it's like that. Mm. It's difficult to shoehorn. It's difficult on Miski there, and it's tough on Miski, but it's difficult then to... They're trying to shoehorn a lot of pace and a lot of talented players into a team that then doesn't really have a lot of balance. Because mm. they're both... They're obviously out-and-out fullbacks. the pair of them. They're struggling for a six, you see, aren't they? Very much so, yeah. Because Cust hasn't... Um, at the heights. No. So they are struggling for a Was six. he not a nine when he come over? Was he not a nine at Manly? Yeah. I, 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 thought, I imagined that. I thought he was a hooker at Manly. And... He's one of those that looks like he should be. Mm. But then, 
They've tried it both ways. We field at six as well, haven't they? I think that's even worse, to be yeah. honest. So they, they, they're struggling for a balance, I think, there. Yeah. What I will say is, though, that, that Bellevue was absolutely bouncing. The atmosphere was incredible from yeah. the, the highlights that I saw. Is that not heartwarming? Oh, yeah. Massively. I, I, can't, I can't say enough how, how, how good that is to see Wakefield fans absolutely so up yeah if that makes sense yeah. because of what they've been through this whole season and then all of a sudden they've had this 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 is their best win by a mile yeah and the fans you look at them and it's it's i think it's incredible i've, I've, I've wrote that down i've well. never seen it like that no ever. it's brilliant um what about stupidity from uh jake shorrocks do you know what i haven't actually seen the penalty well, it's it's a late hit because again, I watched them oh, on on, yeah. on YouTube and the highlights are shocking. But it was yeah. a bit pushed for time. So but, I didn't know he put the tackle in. That was why I was. Uh, yeah, it was Shorrocks. Right. Yeah. So he's he's put the, the the kick up. It's the last minute, last second, and he's already got the kick away. Just to put them for twenty six. Oh, they're winning twenty six twenty four. Yeah. Wakefield put the kick up. Yeah. Which is probably thirty five yards in their own half. Yeah. There's nobody near whoever fields it. Which I'm assuming is field. In fact, it is. Yeah, yeah. And he's 35 yards out the other way. Okay. But Shorrocks has gone crashing into whoever put the kick in. Dagger, I would have presumed. Yeah. And then Field takes it. Game over. Because mm. the last kick of the game. Yeah. What are you doing? Why? Mm. Why even risk it? And it's not like this penalty has come out of nowhere. No. Like this in terms of this season, yeah. they've been very, very strict on exactly. that penalty, that type of penalty this season. It's not like the first time you've seen it. No, not at all. As, um, as you said, Andy, he's just once he once he's once the boot, just just let him. Just, yeah. just you don't even have to put your arms on. You don't have to put your hands no, on him. Right. Just put him up, walk off, and you're done with that. Yeah. Why have you got to even try and tackle him? Mm. And then we uh, and then we we last week I remember we praised Will Dagger, didn't we? Saying how well he was doing. Yeah. And then he kicks the. Kicks the penalty to level it up, and then gets the all important golden point drop goal. Yeah, mm. uh, which he did well under pressure, really. Yeah, um, and again, as you said, Callum, you know, sends Bellevue absolutely just into hysteria. Yeah, yeah. There was another controversial one because he, he got it from a knock on. They got the field position from a knock on. Yes. Oh, the Brad O'Neill. Yeah, that and, was what uh, I read about the, the Wigan fans that were upset about. And it, he uh, might have actually have been Dagger himself, and he he sort of got a knee on the ball. He's trying to clear yeah. the rook, and yeah, it was Richard as a knock on. Richard Silverwood said it was the right decision mm. on Twitter. He said it was the right decision because um, he made he, he played the ball on him deliberately, if you like. But does he not have a responsibility to get out of the rook? Yeah. I th- I thought it was the right call because I think they changed the when. Do you remember a few years ago when they were lying down? And as they were playing from home, they used to throw it at them on the floor, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, to get a penalty. Yeah, but that's a different, that's a, different that's a completely different yeah, situation. Yeah, but I, I think they've changed the rule in the sense that mm, you have to make, I, you have to I'm make room. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that was the right call. I thought that, that the Wakefield player has a, a more of a responsibility to get out of the, mm. the rook. Yeah. I, I think it has to be said on this game as well, though, and I think it's been coming for a while in, in the sense that uh, what you've... What's been said all season is that Harry Smith goal kicking isn't good enough. 
And mm. again, I mean, you mentioned that Marshall try. He wasn't that far away from the sticks and he missed the kick. Mm. In, in hindsight, yeah, that would have right. put them 28 mm. points to 24 yeah. up. If they struggled for a six, they've struggled for a goal kicker, haven't they? It's weird, though, because I always thought of him as a pretty decent goal kicker mm. uh, before this season. I always thought he was okay. And, yeah. you know, goal kicking, it, it, you can go through rough patches, can't you? And it, it can happen, but... Yeah. I know. I understand he kicked the one to make it twenty six, and that probably might have been enough at the time. But mm. you know, when you're missing kicks that where Marshall scored, then in again, like I said, in hindsight, that could have been the kick that yeah. ideally puts you ahead on it. Yeah. Well, we'll move on to uh, the Sky game for Friday night, and that was Warrington and St Helens, and it was Warrington twenty, Saints twenty four. Oh, word. <laughs> <laughs> it's all of Sim. And the first one, uh, well, for Saints' second try. That's the inside pass to yes. Elvis. Yes, from Dodd. That was forward. The mm. others, I um, it's a little bit more difficult to tell from I, the camera angles. I, I did see that, though, that one you're talking about. Touch touch is right in line with it there. Mm. I find that a bit bizarre when they're, when they're absolutely directly in line. I, they confuse it though, don't they? They make it confusing with this like momentum rule and all yeah. that. And which way your hands, all yeah. that type of stuff, yeah. But that was just forward, that one. We seem to confuse a lot of rules, don't we, nowadays? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But but what a game, though. The game itself. Yeah, brilliant watch, really. I thought the Dufty try for Warrington was superb. It hammered that, that right edge of St. Helens with Hurrell and Hopawati because, you know, it's. It was a real weak spot, that wasn't it? Not blessed with any speed whatsoever is it and then time and time again even the way they didn't get all the tries came from there I think but even when they didn't they made a break they made a break and and they absolutely battered that side didn't they through that pace because Horrell just can't move sideways can he no no he's he's not really there to defend is he as such well you pointed out didn't you on this game that um, when he's got Makinson and Batchelor yes either side of Horrell it makes his job a lot easier. But when he's got Hopawati, and I don't know who was inside him on uh, Friday. Uh, would it have been Matauti? Possibly, but whoever, it it's, it's then shows that deficiency, doesn't it? And Warrington nearly capitalised on it. Might have it. been Bell, actually. Could have been, yeah. But um, but Warrington capitalised on it, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Just not enough in the end, really. And perhaps with 20 minutes to go and 2012 up, it should have been. Then perhaps that Dufty try... Perhaps should have sealed the game for them. Yeah, Warrington. I think Warrington fans will probably feel a bit hard done to with these. There was three calls for forward passes, mm. and then there was an incident at the end where they give a penalty to St. Ellen's, and it was pretty much on St. Ellen's like own five. I think Hurrell lost it. I haven't actually seen that back, um, but you give a penalty for stripping, and they said he just lost mm. it. So. Oh, I didn't. So, I didn't see that back. So. No, I haven't seen it. At twenty twelve, yeah, Warrington lost it, or have Saints found a way to win it? You'd, you'd you'd have to say Saints found a way to win it. I think because they got themselves into that position. You know, they they steamrolled the last twenty minutes. They steamrolled um, Warrington. The pack absolutely hammered them up the middle, and yeah. the yards that they were making on the sets of six was uh, incredible. Really, we, we talk about a game of two halves. That was a half of two halves. Yeah. Yeah, it because really the first was. first 20 minutes, Warrington peppered them. 
Well, the, you know, the and first within the first yeah. on the forty second, forty third minute, Matty Aniston gets that intercept try, and the 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 that make it twelve all. Yeah. One. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, then Ratchford got a penalty to make it 14-12. Yes. And then they scored and again, then the and then Dufty tried. Yeah, that's right. So um, you would have to say that Warrington have lost it. Publicly, Daryl Powell was a lot more pleased with that effort, said that if they played like that, then they had a great chance of making the grand final. Yeah, I'm not sure I agree with that. But with the team that they had and the players that they've got out, they, they should be, they'll, they'll, they'll feel like they've really lost it, and they did. But you know what I'm saying. They, they, they'll, they'll feel really down about it, but they should probably be really proud with the team that they had out. Well, they've only won one in the last five now. Yes, uh, they have. Uh, it's not a great streak for Warrington at the minute, especially for a team that was top not too long ago. Now they sit fifth and not looking uh, not looking positive and, as as it was at the start of the season for them, was it? And travel to Wigan this week, which mm. which is a really fifty fifty toss up game. I think that one. Mm. Bearing in mind how both teams have been playing and the struggles that we've talked about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is more impressive? Saints have won eight out of nine. Wakefield have now won three out of four. They are definitely not, Wakefield. Yeah. With yeah. the players. Not just in terms, yeah, not just in terms of numbers, obviously, which is more impressive. The, the, the players that Wakefield have had out mm. and, and the start that they had, I, I, I can't even begin how hard it is to drag yourself out of that situation of constantly losing like that and being really, you know, down and so desperate. I can't imagine how hard it is to drag yourselves up to win four out of five. And boosted as well, back to Wakefield, boosted as well by Luke Gale's only going to be out for about three weeks, two or yes, three weeks. Yes, I did see that, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, well, moving on, we will move to a team that is still storming the way up the league. And uh, that's Lee. Uh, and they went to the jungle this week and they came away with another two points. 34 points to 16 over Castleford. Mm. Answers the age-old question, doesn't it? Who would win a fight between a tiger and a leopard? I don't think it does. Do you know? Oh, no. Okay. Don't agree with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it does. Um, okay, then. Uh, here's another question for you. Okay. Do Lee, are they getting the credit they deserve? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Um, the, 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 I mean, it's, a, it's, it's just a standard win, this, for Lee, now the way that they've been going. And the, the amount of points that they score on a weekly basis is incredible. And what they've done uh, this season is, is nothing short of superb, really. Makes me wonder if they start to to falter a bit, how people will react. Mm. A little bit like AFC Richmond. <laughs> yeah. Are they going to sack Adrian Lamb? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> will he go back to Papua New Guinea? Yeah. You know. Uh, well, back back into the game. I th- I have to say, I thought Castleford's defence was shocking this week. I don't think Lee really scored a. A really good try. I think it was either simple. Or it was a just. A, it was crash balls. It wasn't or holes in the defence. Should we say not crash balls? But Castleford's defence was shocking for me. It has been all season though, hasn't it? Like that's why they are where they are. 
because mm. they can't defend. They've conceded 458 points this season. Mm. We talk about how bad Wakefield have been. That's 30 points a game, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. we talk about how bad Wakefield have been. They've conceded 486 mm. to Castleford's 458. Yeah, they played 18. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's not quite 30, but, yeah, there's a lot of points through each game. It's 25 points a game. I mean, it's just... It's in, yeah. it's incredibly bad. Mm. Are we in a um, are we in a cast panic? Is that a song by Oasis? Uh, nearly, yeah. I think it was gas panic. Oh well, are we in a are we in a cast panic? Cast <laughs> panic. I like that. It's good. Um, yeah, they have been for weeks. Have you seen that the TV game between Castleford and Wakefield has been shifted? Yes. Sky, it's been shifted to the, the Friday. The 11th of August. Yeah, from the Sunday to the Friday and whatever date it is. Because yeah. uh, that shows you how, how much that uh, that gap is now closed, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. It's, they'll, they'll be really nervous, Cass, because Wakefield are playing really well and on a real good run, and they're just not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That cushion's disappearing, isn't it? Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Uh, well, moving on to our next game and a team that was desperate for a win, especially after what you've just said about Castleford, um, and that is Huddersfield, who went to the south of France and came away with two points. 22-14 winners over Catalan. Don't think anyone saw that one coming. This 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 is a bigger shock than Wakefield beating Wigan. Mm. I can't believe this. Does it sum up the league this year? Yeah. They just um, I I just I can't I don't know how they've gone there and won. No. Um story I think of um of penalty for each side as well. Um Catalan's getting a penalty to draw level. But then Huddersfield getting a penalty to go was it I think I can't when they got the penalty to go eight in front. Uh yes, I think it was. Yeah. And there was no coming back then. No, no. And I thought they were they were two important important points. Um, Chris McQueen, who's been so quiet this season, mm. um, back to his barnstorming best. Yeah, I think um, if you if you watch the the Super League show, Jordan Abdul. Uh, comments on this and I think it's not so much that he, what he was saying is I don't think it was McQueen being quiet I think teams have learned how to deal with him um, I think last year he was a bit Abdul would say he's a bit of an unknown um, player in terms of not not in terms of his NRL career but in terms of in Super League and when you get a player like that sometimes they can catch you off guard and now I think he's just been shut out a bit more but he definitely showed his worth in that game he grabbed two tries and was uh was was back to his best, like you said, Andy. Mm. You know, they've had so many questions for Huddersfield over the last couple of months, haven't they? Mm. Ian Watson, this um, the spine they've had, Jake Connor, who's playing where, and they've had so many questions, and they've looked to be in free fall, haven't they? Yeah. And you know, if they'd have lost this game, you know, as Bobby said at the start of this this game. You know, they, they, they're dicing with that bottom spot, aren't they? They're, in, they're still in danger, them, yeah. Um, that, that's a massive two points for them, because if they hadn't have done 
What would they be? Would they be on the same points as Cass? No, they'd be like two points. Oh, two, two points. points. But, yeah. on, but only four in front of, of Wakefield. Yeah. Who they play this week. Mm. Right. So it would have made things interesting. So if again. Wakefield were to beat Uddersfield and Castleford, mm. they'd have been on the same points. Yeah. Amazing. But they've answered those questions in the most unlikely fashion this week. I just, yeah, I can't believe that, the way that Catalan have, have been going. Just just crazy. Um, who, who were absolutely flying, and then Catalan uh, go to the Champions this week as well. They're away at St. Helens. Mm. Great chance for all those St. Helens-based Catalan fans to attend the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, well, moving on, um, we will head to Salford, who took on Leeds, and Leeds came away with a 16-14 victory. Oh, this is it, isn't it? Oh, this is the game that has sparked it all. Rugby League Twitter's never been... A, he's on fire this week, isn't it? Literally. Literally. It's like... I thought my phone was going to blow up at one point. I know. I know. Um, Some very uh, disgruntled Salford fans online this week. Yeah. We've said before, haven't we? Let's get this out of the way now. We we had this talk to me about two or three weeks ago about abuse of referees online on social media. Yeah. And how wrong it was. And it's got to a new level this week, hasn't it? It's just I've with never the, um, seen anything like it. Uh, with the alleged cheating from Aaron Moore. Yeah. Yeah. Which I find scandalous, to be honest. I don't think you can go out your way and call um, an official a cheat. Right. And, but, and and truly believe it. Right. Every every get for years, you go away, right, from a game. If your team if your team wins, right, the best you say, right, is that our referee had a good game. Or, oh, we won that, and I thought he'd give them anything. He'd give them everything anyway, mm. right? If you lose, he's the target of the loss, isn't he? Yeah, right. But this is something else. This this went to a sort of real personal level, didn't it? And, yeah, and um, interesting how the real didn't even back down on it. I know, and people screaming that they're never going to another game and it's a waste of money because the officials are cheating against them. And I'll see you later then. Yeah. yeah. No no official ever walks out onto a field in order to cost or cheat a team out of a win. No, he's he's just not. So. It never happens. It will never happen. I used to. Someone <laughs> 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 you wrecked oh, yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> um... But no, you're right. Should we go to the game? Because it's it's like I'm tired of talking about this, and it's it's it gets me down to be honest. Yeah, we like I say we spoke about it two or three weeks ago. Didn't if you can't we? if you can't control your emotions that much that yeah you don't back down three days after the game and you still call the referee a cheat. Maybe maybe rugby league's not for you. Just a complete meltdown, yeah. wasn't it? It's just not for you, is it? In the end, no. You know. Anyway. Um, Aaron Moore. I mean, the, I mean, what cost Salford this game was Aaron Moore um, dropping the ball out from under the sticks, wasn't it? And on that, on the fall, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He needs to practice his drop goals this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah terrible. Um, and then uh, they got a penalty, sixteen fourteen. 
And then, hence all these 50-50 calls. I dare say, right, that Leeds fans haven't sort of gone on about it, but I dare say there was 50-50 calls in the game that they thought they should have got as well. Oh, there will have been. You know? Of course there will have been. What what do you make about the Ryan Briley one? Have you seen that where he runs through? And then... Yeah, like, I think it's a loud uh, scare. Yeah, yeah. It's a penalty. It is a penalty. But what... What bugs me about it is Ryan Briley flopping himself to the floor. Does well to get his legs above his head. I know. It just, it winds me up. And I know that's not the point. It was a penalty. The referee, he didn't get himself into the best of positions to see it. But you can see Oledski have a little look and a little move. Mm. He doesn't move enough to send him flying over the advertising boards like... Like he's jumped, like he has done. But maybe that's enough to to put a penalty. And oh, it's a may- penalty. Look, it, may- it's a penalty. But you see, you you'll see that on nine out of ten kicks. Yeah, yeah. You just do. And maybe from the referee's position, he doesn't think he's moved enough. No, Sorry. but it wasn't. He wasn't in the best of positions. No. Obviously, not in the build up to the. You know. No, that's right. To to the kick and, and that. Um, so. But it wasn't the best of positions for him, and that's what that's what they'll they might say when he goes and does his review um, this week, and that's something that he'll learn and improve on. Yeah, but to say that it's cost him the game, I think, is outrageous. I do as well. I do. And then at the end, we had a, a twenty twenty three brawl, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. if, that make, if that makes sense, right? Where there's like, have you noticed? Not like, there's always somebody dead sly now that sort of goes in. And sort of like reaches over the top with like some sort of open palm mm. fist. Nobody really you see that quite a lot now. Nobody it's not a really punch. throws a punch. The the big thing now when 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 the companies are coming together is who can throw who on the floor. Mm. Nobody throws a punch. It's all about who can throw who on the floor. Yeah. Somebody comes in as a peacemaker though, and then sort of slaps somebody around the ear. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Clough S. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, definitely yeah Brian Clough back in the uh, in the brawl yeah brilliant I mean uh, go, going back to the to uh, the game I know Salford um, didn't come away with a win um, but I don't think it's any it's obviously no coincidence that they get Croft and Ackers back and, and Briley and they've got that spine back that we've mentioned all season and the game's a lot closer I mean they've gone from conceding 20 odd points again the last three weeks to, to this it's, mm. it's it's no coincidence that you get your team back you get your mm. your result well not in this case but your results maybe start to come back as well, well. Brody Croft got all three assists didn't he and all three were from from yeah. his boot yeah the, you could argue if you look at the top six at the minute you could argue that only one of these teams is going to make it yeah I would agree with that I think yeah. so which one will make it out of the two <sighs> If you, if you said, if you said, Catalans will be there, Lee will be there, Saints will be there. Would you say Wigan and Warrington would be there? Warrington, Warrington well, could Warrington miss out. Warrington are in danger mm. at the minute. Mm. But if you said, if you said, those five would make it, that leaves one spot. Hull KL look like they're falling away a little bit. Yeah, I'm not sure that Hull FC have got enough in them consistency wise mm. to make it, which I then th- leaves Salford and Leeds. I think Leeds make it. I think I've, I've said this from the, they did this last season. They had this this 
little, well, not little, they had this, this charge of, I think they won, was it nine out of 10 or nine out of 11 mm. games last season? And got to the grand final. And got to the, the grand end. final. And I think they're doing the same again. They seem to hit this mid season and they seem to, they'll, I think they'll be there in the playoffs at the end. And yeah, I mean, at the minute, Warrington looked risky to to put that on, but... Yeah, that leads to the masters of it, aren't they? Time in the run. Yeah. Um, you would, I think if you were putting money on it, you'd you'd say Leeds, but it is very, very tight, especially if um, Salford can keep um, injury-free. Mm. Well, that brings us into our last game, and the team you just mentioned there, Andy, that, that is uh, free-falling, and that was Hulk Ayar, who lost their derby this week, 16 points to 6 to Hull FC. Mm, their attack wasn't the best this week, was it? No, they seem to be picking up a lot of injuries, don't they? Yeah. I'll be honest, as as far as a derby game goes, I thought that was one of the worst I've seen. Especially the first half. I thought it was terrible. The first the, half was. The, the handling errors, the knock-ons, the penalties. It was very, very sloppy. And I think... I think in the entire game, I think there was about, I think there was four incorrect play the balls or something daft like that. Mm. I've never seen so many incorrect play the balls in a game. Mm. Oh, it was it was terrible. Usually the whole derby is quite a high scoring affair. Mm. Mm. The first one was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but but revenge for Hull FC, revenge for the black and whites this time. Yeah, I, I think you know, obviously they'll be thrilled with that, but I think they'll be thrilled with. The way that they're playing in general at the minute, and and they they seem to be picking up a bit of form, and and will be aiming for that sixth place. Mm. Two tries for Adam Swift. The first one, he had more twists and turns than the twisty post pads we mentioned last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did well. He he did well to get round the fullback and hit uh, a good line to make the break. It was uh, it was a nice try. He's a uh, good player. He, I think he's been good signing for Huddersfield for next year. Yeah, he, he's he's quite a vastly underrated winger. I think yeah. uh, was very unlucky to to have to leave St. Helens in the first place, but probably rightly so at the time. Lost his place to Regan Grace. Been a bit don't um, look great that now, does it? <laughs> no, not now. It doesn't. Not now. It doesn't. But he, he's he's had a couple of in, injury problems, and he and uh, when he's fit he, and firing, he's he's a t- he's a top winger. Mm. Is is Regan Grace even playing? I know we don't really watch a beam, but usually you hear of something about him. No, he, 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 was he redid his Achilles yeah. oh, during okay. his rehab. He redid it. Yeah. He, I think I saw a video the other the other day, maybe last week. He is back, sort of like jogging and. Doing that must be awful. Okay. Yeah, it must be awful. That I was gonna say, usually um, you hear something of yeah. him, don't you? And I haven't. So. Um, Sean Kenny Dowell, yellow card didn't help Hullcar's cause. I think Hull scored while they were, while he was off the pitch. Yeah, really, really um, swung it in Hull's favour. That didn't it? Yeah. Um, and Hullcar looked like they're in need of desperate need of some organisation. Yeah, it's they've no Abdul. I think this week they've no Lewis. No Abdul still, no Lynette. Is Schneider in for them this week? Has he arrived and is he playing? Yes, I I believe he is in line to play. He was actually at Hull KR on the weekend. He was was watching the game on weekend. Was was it one of them where he's watching thinking, oh, mate, what have I done? (laughs) One of them. (laughs) 
I signed for this whole yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which which one's my team? Yeah. We're, we're oh. the black and we're the black and white, oh. right? Yeah. No, oh. <laughs> naggers. No. <laughs> um, but uh, what I thought, what performance from Danny Outen for Holly? I thought he was fantastic in the game. He he really he really controlled the game. He probably well, I think he was the one who pretty much won it for for Hull in the end with his organisation and the way he played the game. I thought he was brilliant. Mm. Yeah. Good yeah. round, good, uh, good round of footy. I thought this week. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, uh, we shall swiftly move on then. It's Boris stats of the week. Yes, Boris's stats of the week. Hello. <laughs> um, How many have we got? Uh, we've got six, but my last one has a couple of different points to it. So, could be true, could be not. Six point one, <laughs> six point two, etc. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's go then. Um, I prefer the six A, six B system. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> I'll try and I'll keep that in mind. Okay, uh, stat number one is uh, tomorrow is the state of origin. And Mitchell Moses and Cody Walker are expected to line up for New South Wales in the halves. It will be New South Wales' 25th halves pairing since the 2006 Origin Series. It's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. It's a lot. Queensland never had that problem because they had like the two best halfbacks in the world for so many years. And we're yeah. winning. Yeah. But they had Thurston and Cronk. Well, they had Lockyer and Thurston, and then they had Thurston and Cronk. Like it's one of them, isn't it? If you keep losing, yeah, that's where you make your first change, isn't it? Yes, especially seven. Yeah, especially seven. And I think that's what's happened to them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But if Nathan, if, if Nathan Cleary would have been fit, hmm. would they have done that this season? This well, this series, sorry. Uh, probably I don't think they would have done unless they, unless Luai was dropped and then they've still got a different halfback pairing. Yeah, but that's that's who they'd have dropped. But they wouldn't have dropped Nathan Cleary. No, I don't. No, think so like and that. yet he's not really announced himself on the Origin stage. I don't think. No. So why does do people like? Um, oh, Trying to think. Uh, well, like Mitch Moses probably get dropped. They've had like Josh Reynolds, uh, Nico Hines has just been completely bombed out the squad. Sideline, anyway. Why? 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 No, I, I don't know why. But why? Why do all them sevens get dropped and Cleary doesn't? Wouldn't? Mm. Good question. Good question, Brad Fittler. I was just saying. Mm. Um, um, the next start is the. Canberra Raiders are currently fifth in the table, and they're only two points off the top of the off the top of the league. Their win v the Dragons this week is their biggest margin of victory they've had this season, which was only ten points. Wow! <laughs> do you remember they were my tip to do well at the start of the season because they had a they had a better draw than anybody else? Yeah, they are up there now. Yeah, they are up there now. I'm not sure. Yeah, you said about them having the similar thing to the Sharks, didn't you? They had mm. that fifth. That, they are they? now. Yeah, where they played yeah. a lot less of last year's top eight, if you like. Yeah, yeah, fifth. They are. Yeah, yeah. That was in my stats. 
<laughs> Did you actually say that? I said they're currently fifth in the table. All oh, right, I try not to listen to you. <laughs> Ten points, though. That's I, amazing, really, isn't it? I did zone out, I'll be yeah. honest. <laughs> How many games have they won then? Because, I mean, that, to have that and only win 10 points, that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. I think they're on 26, so I think they'd have won 13 games. Yeah, they wouldn't, there's buys. Uh, oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, they might have had one well, buy they've had, then. They've had at least 10 wins, haven't they? 10 or 11 wins, anyway. Yeah. Guys. Amazing. Right. Yeah, they had buys this season. They might, I'm not sure how many buys they've had, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Um, stat number three. Uh, since 2017, uh, Clint Gutherson has missed 18 games for the Eels. The Eels have lost all 18 games. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. No Gutho, no party. Yeah, exactly. Nah, it's not got the same ring to it. <laughs> what, no Ponga, no party? Yeah. yeah I agree, yeah. Yeah. No okay. Gutho, no gathering. <laughs> <laughs> gravy. Yeah, no Gutho, no gravy. Okay, stat number four. Um, and we're looking ahead this week. Um, Catalans take on St. Helens. Um, however, they have not beaten the Saints at the Totally Wicked Stadium since 2016. Okay. okay. Been a long wait for the dragons. Mm. Uh, stat number five is uh, Warren. Sorry, we just done that one. Is yeah. That when they come back in the last minute. No, that was it. No, that was. I remember that age. That was one of the first years at the ground. Was it? Uh, yeah, because they had like Scott Darrow playing for him. I think Leon Price had moved. Yeah, uh, that's Leon right, Price yeah. was still yeah. playing. Okay. Yeah. Um, stat number five um, Warrington's uh, penalty goal at the start of the game v Saints was the first time that Warrington had taken the lead in a game for the first time in over 240 minutes or three games they'd, uh, they'd not been able to take the lead in the last three ga- in the last uh, three games Warrington. Yeah. And who were the last three games? They played Castleford, didn't they? Castleford, Wigan, and... No, they dideah, play Wigan. Yeah, they play them in Challenge Cup. Oh, right, we're counting cup games. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, right. all comps. Right. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, right. Yeah. Okay. And Leeds. Leeds. Leeds, right. That was it. All right, okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and my last stat of the week, and uh, this is 6A. <laughs> <laughs> um, Salford in 1997 are the only promoted club to ever finish in the top six of Super League in the first year yeah back coming in. up yeah, yeah. Right, okay so nearly 30 years that mm. yeah it looks like Lee are going to uh, bounce that one isn't it yeah, yeah. Uh, the last time a promoted club finished third was Hull FC in 1980. Okay. So, uh, and uh, obviously, as you know, we're two-thirds through the way of the season and Lee are second, so mm. this is all about possibly I, breaking I them. I wouldn't count that as a gimme just yet, would you? Because it's so tight, isn't it? Oh, yeah. But Yeah, but excellent. Well done, Lee. Yeah. And the last one is no promoted club has won 15 games in the league since Oldham in the 1982-83 season. Say that again. 
No promoted club yeah. has won 15 games since Oldham in 1982-83. So how did Hull finish third? Because that was 1980. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Seems a mix up that to me. I don't get that. What don't you get? No, I don't. But Hull finished third in 1980. Yeah. Oldham won 15 games in 1982. After 1980. Yeah, but you... I'm, I'm not getting into it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. How did you Old... make sense of that? I'll tell you what. Oldham had a really good team then, you know. Right. They had people like... I'm not sure whether that was slightly after, but they had people like Andy Goodway. Um, they had uh, Des Foy in the centres, who was played for Great Britain, who was brilliant. They had a prop called Hugh Waddell. That people might remember that he was he was fantastic, and then they had a they had a hooker called Alan, Alan McCurry, who who looked like a rat looking through a, a toilet brush. <laughs> so no way I can describe him. Okay, <laughs> but they had a really good team, right? But yeah, That's why they won fifteen? Games. I was just going to say I'm not surprised with that because they had a, at the time they had a, they had a really really good side there, Oldham. Cool. Sad what's happened to them. Yeah, there's a few clubs like that. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Cool. Uh, let's move on then. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. You finished watching Novak Djokovic now? <laughs> no. <laughs> is that why I didn't get the stats? I you didn't was, get I, it! I think it's why you didn't get it either. Got me back to it as well. <laughs> Both too busy watching Novak Djokovic. <sighs> oh, well, he's winning. NRL. Right. Well, we've cleared up, just for the record, we've cleared up the start. Callum was wrong. He was just too distracted. Hang on, why is it just me? <laughs> All right, Callum and Andy were wrong. They were just both too distracted. Maybe if you could read. I do read. Ooh, he can't read good. <laughs> Come on, dude. Pull your weight. Come on, NRL. NRL. Come on. Right, I'll read out the scores. Tell me if there's anything you want to jump in with. Uh, Sharks 36, Tigers 12. Dragons 26, Raiders 36. The Eels 10, Warriors 46. They're doing well, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, flying. Not the Eels, the Warriors. (laughs) Yeah, very good. Uh, The Bunnies 32, Bulldogs 36. Uh, the bunnies have been like hammered by Origin. Like they've been they've they've been bumped by Origin. <laughs> bumped by Origin. <laughs> they're always a bit weird these rounds, aren't they? Yeah, but they're like eighth now. The bunnies. Yeah. Well, very quickly sticking with the uh, bulldogs. This is uh, this is uh, this is a weird one. I've never heard this before. But uh, the bulldogs have offered uh, Tino Fasimalawi a contract for next season. They're trying to lure him away from the Titans. Uh, I think the deal was um, for about $4 million over four years and part ownership in a pub. <laughs> Apparently that's not true. Yeah, did but... you see Did you see Gus having a go at the uh, interview? Was it that Michael, is he called Chammer or something? Yeah, like that? yeah, something like and that. And he mentioned it and Gus had a right go at him on the programme. Oh, did he? Just it? saying, what don't you get about it? It's not true. He's like, well, why is it not true? He says, because it's made up. And he was going mad. No one's been offered a pub. No one's been offered a million. And he was absolutely mad. And he was like, I, he said, 
you do it all the time. And he, that chammer went, well, what like? He went, I can't be bothered telling you now. Can't bother telling you now. <laughs> just wet, just like, you know, you're not worth it. He's he was not, absolutely mad. He's not been offered a pub. Yeah. So apparently it's not true. Uh, well, there you go, he then. He madder than, what is it, mad? Mad Jack McMad, <laughs> winner of last year's Mr. Mad Contest. <laughs> mad Gus McMad. Well, uh, sticking with Tino's current team, uh, they lost 23 points to 21 to the Dolphins in extra time. I, hadn't fin- I actually haven't finished watching that match either, so now I know the score. No, I know, but I had to read it out. So. Yeah. Does he have a pub there? I don't know, maybe. Might yes. do well. A um, couple of games to look out for this week. Uh, you've got uh, Origin 3. Tomorrow or Wednesday, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, and then on the weekend, you've got the Roosters taking on the Melbourne Storm. And you've got the Warriors taking on the Sharks. Okay. okay. Two questions. Uh, state of origin, is it 2-1 or 3-0? 3-0. 2-1, I don't think Queensland are bothered anymore. I think they are, 3-0. Yeah. And if Tino does have a pub, has he got Justin Albrecht working behind the bar, you know, just to earn a bit of money? Nah. They don't think so, no. Nah. <laughs> I don't I think know. so. Okay. Right. And that's it, that's the NRL. Okay. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. So now it's time... For the No Jingle segment, talk to me about. So, I've got a question for you. Talk to me about if this is the best Super League season ever. In, I think, in terms of quality, no. But in terms of excitement, yes. I don't think I've ever seen a Super League table look quite the way it has this season. You've got newly promoted Lee in second at the minute. You've got the the French team top of the league. You know Saint Helens have, have I think have not been as, as dominant of the of the of they has been. I got there sort of uh, over the last uh, four years. And yet they could still finish top. Mm. And they could be top over the next couple of weeks or so, depending when they play the game in hand that they've got. Yeah. You know, they beat Catalan, they're within two. They win the game in hand, they might go top on points difference. Yeah. Uh, you've got Warrington, who were top at the international break and are now in danger of falling out. Uh, you've got Wakefield, who are on some sort of barnstorming run for survival. It's just Anything and any, anything can happen, and anyone can beat anyone. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think you pretty much just summed it up there. Really, I'll be honest with you. I think it's uh, <clears throat> yeah. In terms of quality, no. In terms of what could potentially happen, yes. And I think we've seen some some classic Super League seasons over the years. Um, if you think about, uh, I think was it two thousand and six. When St. Helens only lost four games by one, two, three, and four points. That's, mm. you know, as an individual team in a season, fantastic. You've got the 
the 2015 finish where Ryan Hall yeah. claimed the league leader's shield for Leeds, running down the wing against Huddersfield. Oh, there's always been special moments, aren't there, in like individual team uh, accolades and things yeah. like that. But nobody's really standing out above the rest this season, and I think mm. that's a first. Uh, expand on quality for me, Callum. Do you think that like the, the overall standard isn't a good... Yeah, there's not as many good teams, or there's not as many good players. What, what do you think? What do you put it down to? Combination of everything, really. Um, I don't think they're they're standing. There's a lot of how many times have we said this season on on the review the amount of mistakes and the sort of lack of completion and um, well, yeah, errors and things like that. We 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 say it pretty much every week, and it, it's sort of. It's made it an even keel because every single team has done it. Um, the, but the, the the players that we've got in the league are probably better than they've ever been. Yeah. Especially the, some of the imports that we've had. Poor defence comes up a lot as well. Uh, how many times we mentioned defensive efforts. But but then you look at like someone like St. Ellen's that go to Penrith and win the World Club Challenge. Mm. It's mad. So the, so the standard is there. Yeah. This, oh yeah, the standard. It, I don't know. I don't know. I can't quite put my finger on what it is that's that's making it the way it is. I just don't know what what the answer is. If any of these teams played, let's let's say some of the some of the best teams that have been in Super League. Bobby's mentioned a couple. Leeds, two thousand and fifteen. St. Ellen's in two thousand and six. Uh, Bradford Bulls in 2003. Yeah. Would any of these teams get anywhere near those three teams, for example? No, I don't think they would. No, I don't either. But if the overall standard is lower, it's made for a more convoluted league, isn't it? Mm. What does that mean then? What does that mean internationally then? In what way? Well, if the league's at a lower level, do we ever compete internationally? No. We don't play any international games anyway, so <laughs> don't matter really, does it? No. No. I know you you know where I'm coming from though, is you know, for to have a mm. to have a strong international team. But you've but got to have it's a strong league because to the, go with it. The players you? that we've got are probably the best <laughs> are up there with the best that we've had. Mm. Yet there's something I don't know. The game has obviously changed massively, especially from when you're talking about Bulls in 03, St. Ellen's in uh, 06. The game, the game's completely different. Yeah. So, so because the game is faster, there's a lot less breaks. Is that leading to the more mistakes? Hmm. Because six again has changed. Yeah. The game. Yeah. Um, phenomenally, really. Yeah. Because it's so quick, obviously players are going to get a lot more fatigued. Does is that what's leading to more mistakes, more injuries as well? I think. Yeah, more injuries. In terms of the the, the league itself being the best season, I look at it now, and we've talked before about about making the six. If we had a if we had a guess between us now, of which six teams are going to make the six? Yeah. Um. Then. I think we'd probably come up with three different answers. Yeah. Um, and I think, it, to my mind, would be even better if we still had a top five. 
Oh, I've got a top five. It'd be impossible. This would be brilliant. This league, I'm looking at the league table now. 26, 24, 22, 22, 22, 20, 18, 18. That's your top eight. Why did we only do a top five for one year? Why no. have we not brought that back? The, the beauty of the top five, in the first week of the playoffs, you had five, you had 4v5. Yeah. And you had 2v3. Yeah. And one had a week off. And then let's just say five were out. Then the, you, if you were fifth, you had to go away to fourth, third, and second to get to the grand final. Yeah, you deserve to win if you if you win in those games. You've, you've done well enough. But we did it for a year. Did we not do it the year before COVID? And then obviously when COVID happened, they had it, to change it to the top six because they did it yeah. on like percentages rather than points, didn't which was they? only supposed to be for one year. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Why have we never gone back to that? I don't know. Top five is. I mean, you have got twelve in the league. Mm. So you don't need a top six. No. You only top half when you've only got twelve teams in the league. No, mm-hmm. if you had fourteen in the league. All right, yeah, go top six if you want. Yeah, but you only need to go top five, and that would make it absolutely a phenomenal season. Would that this would be year? Fantastic, yeah. Certainly would this year because you've still got then eight teams. You'd you'd have four. You'd have well, in effect, in in effect, you'd have probably you'd probably have seven teams vying vying there for for three places. Yeah. Which I think would be absolutely fantastic and make the league even better. Yeah. But why is this the most exciting Super League season ever? I don't know. I, d- I don't know what the answer uh, is. Are we more NRL-like in terms of unpredictability of results? So you take Huddersfield going to Catalan this week, for example? This season? Yeah. Yeah. Is that why? Yes, but why is that happening all of a sudden? I don't know. I don't know. Because who would have thought that... We- I mean, in previous years... Wakefield at home to Wigan, and you look at the points mm. total of the two teams. It's a it's a fifty point route. Yeah, it's I, I I don't know. The imports across the league are a lot better as well. Even though they talk about salary cap difference, and that is a problem. But you look at some of the players and things that are in each team. It's uh, it seems a bit more spread out. Are there more styles within each within the league? Of, you know, mm. of each team, the way they play. Mm. You know, I mean, Salford are getting renowned for throwing the ball about. Yeah, um, Hull KR, I think, are, are a pretty similar uh, specimen. Mm. Um, but then you, you've you've got a more up the middle and grind teams. So is it is it the fact that we've got more sort of styles that are complementing the you know the excitement of the league? Don't know because teams just haven't all of a sudden grown an identity, have they? No, it's not just happened this season where they're going. Actually, I think we'll, we'll probably try our own thing this year. Yeah, teams have always had their own identity. Classy Cass. Yeah, they're like Saints. Would known as the Entertainers for a little bit. Well, we Wigan, start well and fall away. Yeah, <laughs> Wigan, Wigan were always really methodical in the way that they went about. I always thought the, the wrestling type. Yeah, thing, yeah, mm. yeah. Since Michael Maguire, I think, with yeah. that, really, yeah. They were, you know, they were really uh, methodical in the way that they did the sort of, like, set the set plays and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. The two whole teams underperform. Yeah. They've always they've always had identity. Teams have always had an identity in the way that they play. Mm. Always. But for whatever reason this season, it's just... Everybody see anybody can beat anybody on any given week. Well, we've got what nine? Is it nine games to go in the league? Ten, I like think. That. Ten games for some there. Um, I can't wait. 
because I think yeah. it's it's brilliant. It's going to be a, um, a really really tight finish for the top six. Um, yeah. And also, when you get um, to the top six, if it carries on like it is now, the playoffs are going to be so mm. hard to predict. And you wouldn't you wouldn't, for example, bet against sixth going to first and winning, would you? No. And not only the top six, but the bottom six probably. Mm. The bottom six is going to be really exciting. Yeah. I mean, you, you you talk about it could be even more interesting. We could come back and we could be literally repeating ourselves next week. If you look at the fixtures coming up this week, barring maybe Hull and Cass, every team plays another team that could potentially leapfrog. you you got Saints and Carlisle, Huddersfield and Wakefield, Wigan Warrington, Salford Lee, Leeds Hull. They're all, they're, everyone seems to be playing each other in that tight gap this week as well. This, mm. this table mm. could totally flip again next mm. week you keep expecting it in a way to sort itself out so to speak but yeah. it doesn't no it hasn't which done. I think is great oh yeah really great. good really so good let's hope, let's hope it carries on yeah. not just this year oh yeah let's just hope it carries on in years to come as well yeah because that can only get more people interested in the game yeah need to uh, should be really taking advantage of this season yeah yeah you know, absolutely media and whatnot. Yeah. yeah well that was talked to me about and a very good one, I like thought. Yeah. Yeah. Move forward podcast prediction league with six again. Yes, the prediction league is back this week, and obviously that means we're joined by Brian from Six Again. Brian, how are we this week? New new gentlemen. New 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 Brian. Yeah, I'm not too bad, boys. How are you? Very good. Very good. Uh, I'll be a little bit less good when we hear the Prediction League, but I'm used to it now. <laughs> Snap, but I'm not. <laughs> Do you want to give us an update? Yeah. Um, another change of leader again. Um, Catalan have gone back top um, after a better week than Leeds. Um, we had six spots on last week. Um, two in the Castleford League game, two in the Waddington St. Helens game, and two in the Hull Derby. And they were four, two for St. Helens, two for Huddersfield, and two for Bobby. Not happy, um, Calamai. You got two last week, and now you just look at him as though you're going to kill him. Not, uh, let's not go oh, that far. Well, disapprovingly, then. I've no interest in people behind me. <laughs> As, Are you like Andy Last looking as, up the table rather than behind you? Oh, you stole my line. I was literally just about to say the same thing. Got to think quicker. I did yeah. think quicker. You just beat me to it. I have no interest in people behind me. Fair enough. What does that isn't mean? It, isn't, that the sa- isn't that the same thing that Mark Applegaard says, though? Because there is no one behind Wakefield. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm not bothered. What does that mean for who's playing this week then, Bri? Right, so this week... Um, we've got Roy for Casford, Victoria for Catalan, Nathaniel for Huddersfield, Outlawed Rugby League for Hull FC, for Hull KR Tony, for Leeds we've got Eddie from the Lockpod, for Lee we've got the Lasers, for Salford we've got Phil, St. Helens we've got David, Wakefield down at Bellevue, for Waddington a loose wire, for Wigan, Johnny. For the insiders this week, um, we have a former insider, um, Wales Wheelchair International, Harry Jones, who has a testimonial coming up this weekend at Glindor Sports Centre in Wrexham. Okay, very good. And good luck to Harry for all involved with that this weekend. 
Yes. And as much as I had a bad week, and Freddie actually had a better week than my last two weeks, I've substituted myself again. Okay. Um, I feel like this should be I think you should be getting dot points. It's like having a ringer, isn't it? It is really, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. yeah but I'm gone. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm not I might get dock points, but I'm getting brownie points because as it's our anniversary this week, it's going to be Sam this week. Okay, okay. not my anniversary. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Still shouldn't be allowed. That's what you yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, but to be fair, if you let your partner pick, she, she, uh, the, I don't know what she'd come out with. Well, she she sends a review of the games every week, and they're pretty funny. Yeah, that's true. Actually, they're yeah. pretty good. That's true. Yeah, but can she predict? Yeah. No Bobby, I can't predict. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Okay. Are we ready, boys? Yeah, let's go. Right, so first up on Thursday, it's on Sky at 8 o'clock. It's St. Helens for Catalan. Uh, the first of a few toughies, I think, this week, isn't it? Um, Saints didn't look brilliant against Warrington, I have to say. Uh, Catalan will be open to bounce back quickly um, but I do think that Saints at home are you know a, a bit of a different breed if you like so I'm going to say Saints by 8 uh, I'm going to go Saints by 16 I think the same reasons I'll go Saints by 10 and Sam has also gone Saints by 10 Um, we now have um, three who've gone Saints by eight. Um, we also have two who've gone Catalan by two, including our Catalan fan, Victoria. Okay. Next up, on Friday, quarter to eight, potential relegation battle. Huddersfield for Wakefield. Yeah, again, another toughie, really. Um, Who'd have thought that? No. I know, both coming off really good wins, but... Do you know what? I think Wakefield just have the better form at the moment. And as good as that win as it was for Huddersfield in Catalan, I can see them going back to their old ways this week. So for that, I'm going to go Wakefield by four. Um, I think Huddersfield will... I think their win... Yeah, I just think Huddersfield will have too much. And I'll go Huddersfield... Uh, 16. I'm also going to go Huddersfield. I'm going to go Huddersfield by 6. And Sam has also, Bobby, gone Wakefield by 4. Um, interesting one this week. It's a bit of a mixed bag. Although, we have two Wakefield by 2s. Um, we have a Huddersfield by 2 from our whole KR fan. But we also have a Wakefield by twenty-two and Huddersfield by eighteen. I think we are, I think we need to know uh, some of Matt's predictions in the past, don't we? Of somebody by sixty odd and all that. What have we got? What have we got from uh, down at Bellevue? Well, that's where I was coming to next. Do you want to have a guess, boys? Yeah. Wakefield ten. I think he's not jinxing it and going Huddersfield by ten. Yeah, I think he's going. I think he's going to go the same as last week. I think he's going to Wakefield by one. Bobby, he's gone exactly the same as you and Sam. Wakefield oh. by four. Oh, hey, he's, get, he's, he's all he's all in now, isn't he? Confidence is back. Okay, 
Next up on Friday at eight o'clock is Leeds feed the depleted OKR. Uh, a, a tale of two form books, isn't it? Mm. Um, and I don't see any reason why it will, why it would change. Um, and I'm going to go uh, Leeds sixteen. Yeah, uh, I think the same. I'm going to go Leeds by 14. Uh, I'm going to go Leeds 10. And Sam has gone Leeds by 6. Um, we have two who've gone for Hull KR. Um, that's our insiders, Harry. He's gone Hull KR by 12. And also... Um, our Lee fan has gone Hull KR by eight. Andy, there are three others who've done leads by 16. I get a seven point, we have to share it. <laughs> it's not seven point, though, is it? Well, I'm going to tell you what, it gets worse, trust me. Okay. Next up, on Sky, on Friday, eight o'clock, it's Wigan v Warrington. Um, another tough one, really, because both teams have, have been pretty poor, especially last week. Um, I do think Wigan being at home gives them an edge. I'm going to say Wigan by 14. Uh, yeah. Uh, because I'm desperate for points and could end up being in the bottom of the league, I'm going to go Warrington by 10. Okay. Oh, sorry. And I'll say Wigan by 10. And Sam has gone Wigan by 18. Andy, you are one of only four who've gone for Warrington. Mm. And, no, and you're the one who's gone the highest for Warrington. Okay. They are... Five who've gone Wigan by six. Um, Saturday, three o'clock, Hull FC v Castleford. Uh, I can only really see this going one way. One team's in form, one team's out of form. And that's the best way to summarise this one. Hull by 16. Yeah, Hull 20. Hull 18 and Sam's gone Hull by 20 also and you are now one of four Andy to go Hull FC by 20 Uh, Castleford (laughs) yeah Castleford I've got two um, predictions one from our cast fan and one from our Hull KR fan and they've Mm. both gone Castleford by two. Okay. And then lastly, on Sunday, it's Salford v Lee at 3pm. Um, I think this is another tricky one. Mm. Uh, Challenge Cup the week after, isn't it? Mm. So will Lee rest players? No, I don't think they will. Will Salford, have they got players back? No more than the ad Will last they week. push? Uh, do you know what? Uh, 
as Mark Steed got two likes this week. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go Salford by four. I'm gonna go. I don't really know why. I'm gonna go Lee by eight. This is tricky because I've remembered the challenge court, and it's ma- that is a massive, massive game for Lee. For Lee. Surely I'd Lee forgot wanna, about that until you mentioned it. Yeah. Surely Lee want to go into the game still winning on form, though. I know. Yeah, but, but if, if they leave, if they leave eight players out, they might not be. I don't think they will. But no, it's like players don't want to get injured. Things. I think I've taught myself into going Salford. I'm going to go Salford by eight. And Sam's gone Lee by twenty six. Um, you're the only two who've gone for Salford. Um, it's normally when they get these predictions in. This they're always the last game where there's funny predictions. Constantly funny. Mm. We've got a Lee by two by our Wigan fan. We've got a Lee by seven from our St. Helens fan. And we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people who've all gone Lee by ten. Hard <laughs> that, isn't it? Yeah. You have to hope it's not that bright because you, you'll have a you'll have a take ages to type that out. <laughs> I'll, have a, I'll, I'll have to do it on threads. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> there we have it, and I think that just about wraps us up for this week. It does. Does it? It certainly does. Well, there we go. Another thrilling pod. Thank you for uh, <laughs> staying with us. And, you sound uh, like it was thrilling. It was. It was a good one. Yeah, it was a good one tonight. It was yeah. a good one. Um, so thank you for staying with us all this time good luck to everybody participating in the Predictions League and obviously thanks to Brian for sorting it all out if you are going to win any games this week then stay safe and enjoy but from all of us here at the Loose Forward Podcast for this week it's goodbye goodbye bye bye, bye.